Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gogos. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover how to turn your big idea into big business and grow your personal brand into the business of your dreams. Each week, I'll talk to founders of all kinds of businesses, exploring how they launched and grew their companies. Behind every successful business is an epic journey, one that can serve as a roadmap to help you grow yours. The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walked this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to The Business of You. Today's guests on The Business of You are the dynamic power couple, both in their personal lives and business lives, the co-founders of The Ultimate Business Quest, Dr. Travis and Michelle Fox. The Ultimate Business Quest is an app available on Apple and Google Play, and it's a tool for CEOs and for entrepreneurs to not only build the culture and the relationships amongst themselves and their team, but also to help them learn how to scale their businesses and better understand themselves and their teammates. The Ultimate Business Quest delivers business basics and practical coaching in a world of immersive fantasy gameplay. So think of fun business coaching with you and your team, and also the opportunity to co-create and network and meet other CEOs and entrepreneurs in this virtual world. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Business of You. Dr. Travis and Michelle are super interesting guests, and I think you'll find their story not only entertaining, but also just really fascinating. All right. Today I have with me Dr. Travis Fox and Michelle Fox on The Business of You. Welcome, you two. How are you? Good. Thanks for letting us do well. Thank you. Well, it's been so nice chatting with you already. Uh, we've probably... <laughs> Covered a ton of content. We should have been recording, but that's okay because <laughs> you two are clearly a, a wealth of information and knowledge and up to some really cool things. So excited to dive into what you're up to these days. Michelle, would love for you to start out by sharing a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to where you are today. Oh, yeah. So it, it all started at the Pomona Drag Strip, actually. Um, I went to a career day and, 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 uh, I had taken the assessment test that we talked about and I said that I needed to be like, I was an accountant and everything in me was like, yeah, that really doesn't feel right. So we did this career day and went to the Pomona drag strip and I started seeing the top fuel dragsters and I fell in love. I was like, okay, I'm going to be a race car driver. So I started racing cars when I was 16 and they were the super comp dragsters and then started to jump into the pit crew for David Baca and, and um, started learning all the mechanics behind it and how like the, you know, the, um, the fuel worked and used that in reports for school. And I was really excited and like ready. Um, and then, you know, life throws us interesting curveballs, And so I kind of moved and shifted to now becoming a pilot and running a, a flight school and everything about it is I loved to find the flaw in everything in the business. And I loved fixing it. Like that was, that was like my, my secret drug. And I got so just like, I wanted more of it. And um, from there, I jumped over to um, uh, my very first taste of entrepreneurship. And it was actually a guy that used to fly at the flight school. And I didn't know that it kind of came around full circle. I was like, wait a second, I know you. And uh, he became my mentor. He was Harvard, um, Harvard and uh, Oxford grad. And um, uh, he had retired a uh, billionaire. And he was like, hey, I, I would really like a, um, you know, an office, but I want it to be a business that, that I could just write off, you know, my office space. I said, great. So I started setting up this executive suite office and, and it was really interesting to then start bringing in the sales and, and started to really get to know every entrepreneur, how they worked, why did they like, what really made them tick? And then they would start coming and asking for, you know, for side help, for help with their business. So then I created another business within the business of helping them and kind of consulting. 
but just under the guidelines of, you know, as an executive suite office, then I'm a, you know, a, an admin that you can hire. So that was kind of the first taste and went into corporate. And uh, it was really fascinating because it was um, when I started to go into that corporate realm and corporate world, I really started to work myself into the ground to the point where I did not get that what we call work-life balance. And, and I had 11 surgeries in 10 years and my body was failing. And I, I, I was like, okay, something's got to give, something's got to shift. And there was this um, one moment that somebody walked in and it was actually uh, the brother-in-law of the mentor I had. And he was like, hey, so my brother-in-law gave me your information and I would really like you to do a financial audit between like all the partners and I. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. I mean, I'm trained to do a financial audit. I can do it. So I did it for a forensic accountant for him. And all of a sudden it turned into this, wait a second, I can actually be a consultant now. I had all of these like boxes that I had put myself uh, you know, in where it was like, okay, I cannot be a consultant if I don't have 10 more years of experience in business. I cannot be a consultant um, because I'm too young. I cannot be a consultant because I do not have a degree. All of these things were like my, my hurdles of you cannot be an entrepreneur unless you have these pedigrees. And I'm like, wait a second, a man that just has a huge pedigree walked into my office and asked for my help. There's going to be something there. So I took the leap. I jumped and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to, I'm going to build these businesses and, and uh, really go for being the consultant. And so then I went into the consulting realm for businesses for um, about six years. And then we met and uh, did a corporate turnaround for like uh, with each other. And it was actually quite fun, even though it was so stressful. It was so much fun. I'm like, I didn't want it to end, but I also really wanted it to end. <laughs> I'm like, can we just put these people away? Like, but, but I didn't want the experience to end. And so then we... Um, we started working on his academy that he had had, my marketing agency that I had had. And um, and then it was, we took a step back and we're like, wait a second. It was like his and hers trying to collide. And it was like, not really quite there. It was a really like an awkward dance. And so we stopped and we're like, wait a second. What are the things we're struggling with right now? Like what, what are we struggling with in business? And we sat back and we're like, let's just lock everybody out, everybody. And we mapped out like, and our drawing is fantastic. It's like, it's it's, in it, crayon. It, awesome. it is actually in crayon. <laughs> and it's, it's probably, I know our eight-year-old can do a lot better, but you know, um, it was a lot of fun creating. What is, does an entrepreneur go through every step of the way? Like, what is their journey? How do they... Um, what fears do they go through? What, you know, at what stage do they say, oh crap, I need a business plan. At what stage do they, you know, ask for certain templates? At what stage do they start hiring? So we started to map this out in a fun gamified way. And then it it became, okay, now it's our baby. Like this is ours that we created together. So that's my, my journey thus far. You like speed too. That's what I pick up in your story. Race cars, airplanes. Yes. Unfortunately, my key man insurance policy does not allow me to do this anymore. (laughs) So as I hang my hat up, I'm going on the racetrack. (laughs) Well, that's good. It's probably a lot safer. So (laughs) (laughs) Travis, can you share your, your background and also how you came to this amazing company that you created? The show's not long enough because I'm older than dirt, um, but I act like a 12 year old, but here's the snapshot. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a third world kid. Uh, I grew up outside the United States for the first 10 years of my life. My, my mother was a model and actress and my father was a fighter pilot. And I always tell people, if you ever watched the original Top Gun going back to the 80s, it didn't end that way. It was like right on by. And by the time I, we came back to the United States, it was about nine and a half. And my parents sat down and said, hey, we're getting a divorce. You get the children you're going to live with because I was an only child. My childhood ended that day. And I started the difference between survival mode and creation thrive mode as a base plate, not from a psychological, but just emotional. But I got into modeling acting because my father wouldn't buy me an Atari back then, you know, because I wanted an Atari. My mom said, why don't you try modeling? Okay. 
She goes, hey, this particular job, if you could win, pays 200 bucks. So she taught me how to runway model. It took me a week of training. I went up to the audition. I won. And my first modeling gig was for JCPenney's. And I got my 200 bucks, went straight and blew it all. I got on Atari and said, look, business and games should be together. So it's been my destiny <laughs> since I was nine. But I was born and bred, according to my father, to be a PGA Tour professional golfer. And so by the time I was five years old, he put a golf club in my hand. And, you know, all through my junior, junior years, my high school years, Everybody knew Travis Fox was going to be a PGA Tour golfer. I, I thought I was too. Except for when I was around 17, I graduated high school. There's a beautiful thing called the subconscious, or many of your listeners would know as the shadow. Um, I didn't know the shadow then, although I had done a lot of mindset training. Dr. Dennis Whaley was the one that really got me into it. Um, and then, you know, obviously, Psycho-Cybernetics, Think and Rich, some of those most famous books. But I had never really done emotional training. And my subconscious decided to rebel, and I became a first-time father at the ripe age of 18 and had an emotional collapse. Just whole life went down, personal, personal identity. And so I went in as a real estate major, came out in psychology, go figure. And I went to the psychology department though and said, hey, I need to fix this thing up here, man. This, this thing between my ears is a problem and I need to get my golf game back. I was so attached to that. And through that process, I met my mentor and master who I sat under for 15 years, achieved two doctorates with him and started going around the world. And what my whole uh, ideology was, hey, wait a minute, I was playing golf for my dad. I didn't realize that though. And I was so self-hypnotized to believe that I wanted it. Like golf, I do. I spent 10 years on the PGA Tour coaching amazing uh, men and women on the LPGA PGA Tour, but I don't love golf. You gotta love it. I'm good at it, but you gotta love it. I love watching people transform their businesses and their lives. There's not a finer drug on the planet. Believe me, I've done them all. So trust me, family, when I tell you that uh, that is the best drug to watch because it's a legacy. And so from that, I spent the last three decades traveling around the world. I've done 14,000 hours on stage. I'm an Emmy winner, uh, multiple time nominated. I think they finally just gave it to me to say, piss off Fox, you've been here enough, go away. <laughs> you made every mistake possible on filmmaking and producing. Now you finally got that one right. And the whole concept was, um, how do we take self-transformation in our business model and put the two together? Because they've always been you know, separated as two very different silos. And I never understood that. People would come to me and say, Travis, we need coaching on our business. But the business wasn't the problem. It was the culture or the sales team or the internal communication or even their own limiting thought processes. And yet when you started going to a corporation and say, hey, by the way, we need to work on some of the, the personal transformation. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going, well, then you're only limited to the individuals who are running the company. You know that, right? It's not market conditions, although they're a factor. It's not your KPIs. It's not even your you know, competitive market advantage. It's you. You and your business are one, you know, and so, uh, and then, or they come to me and say, we need to work on our relationship. And I'm like, well, that's because you're spending so much time on your business that you're not spending the time in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so when we, when we finally met, which is a whole amazing love story in and of itself, uh, which is one of our board members who actually orchestrated it unbeknownst <laughs> yeah. to us. So like, oh, well, um, we, I, I've been teaching for 30 years, stage, all of the film, television, the whole deal. And I said to, to Michelle, I said, there's got to be a way for us to take us out of the equation so that people can have yeah. a blueprint. They can have an adventure. They can have a map. Because whenever we go on a journey, what's the first thing you do? You get your map. Otherwise, you're just a leaf in the wind. It's like getting on a plane and saying, well, we're going to get there, but we have no idea how to vector or how to just hope to God we show up. And that's how a lot of people start their business. They're hoping for the best, but realistically, there's this subconscious plan for the worst because of they don't really know what they're doing. In fact, the actual stats are almost half the population doesn't have any formal business education at all, right. much less having any kind of theoretical application of that business education. So when you start looking at that model, how then can we actually get into freedom if we don't have a blueprint? And so the quest of my personal life and all of the other the teachers inside the company now, all of us was, how do we create something that takes us out of the equation where we're the guide, we're not the answer. It's one of my challenges with the self-help industry, which I've been a part of for a long time, but we don't have the answers. And anybody tells you does is just full of crap. They don't. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the planet. But we have guidelines. We have guide rails that will help you discover your own path in a fun way. So it's not scary to work through a limiting belief structure or a fear of success or a fear of failure or fear of public speaking. Any of those basic fears that we're all going to go through as entrepreneurs. And so Michelle, with all her background and the coding team, we sat down and created the ultimate business quest and all the other subdivisions, which was, hey, let's take people on a journey so that they can have a gamified way to do it. Because we know through science and data that when we put you in the fantastical realm, when we put you in an immersive space, you learn instantaneously, it goes right into your DNA as though it's always been. 
as opposed to how about I'm going to put you through a business training. I'm going to take you 29 months to go through this. I'm going to browbeat you over the head. You're going to forget 80% of what we've taught you. And then you're going to get inducted, inducted into this thing called the school of hard knocks and get your butt kicked for the next X years. And you may never get there. I think that sucks. It doesn't make sense. Right. And so part of what the ultimate business quest journey was, how do we take your founder to funding to fortune and take your entrepreneurship into an empire where you can know your passion, your purpose, your mission and your vision so that you can leave a legacy? Because isn't that what we all really want? We want freedom and we want to know that we mattered to either our family or to whoever else we affected or whatever your mission statement is. And if you didn't have a blueprint, well, then you're truly just a leaf in the wind. And so the entire business quest is that model. That's how we arrive here. Hmm. Is this... Um... Well, two questions. One, why do immersive experiences, why can we learn more quickly in immersive experiences? Is it because a part of us is like somewhat disassociating also from who we really are or, or what's happening in our yeah, brains that allows that? Great question, by the way. Yeah, it's a really good question. We're not disassociating, quite the opposite. We are okay. us. Our entire being is present when we're immersed. So let's go back to when we were kids. Okay. We, around, we said, hey, let's go out and play, you know, uh, Hide go seek or Marco Polo is an example. No one needed to teach you how to have fun. Boom, you're instant automatically. And in order to play that game, you had to be present or lost or you were out or you, you, know, you, didn't, you didn't get in the game because you got distracted. When we try to say, okay, well, I'm going to focus for the moment. Yeah. Well, the moment you focus your attention on this one thing, and there is value to that, don't get me wrong. The problem is your conscious mind will start to engage. The problem with the conscious mind is it doesn't hold where our patterns are. It doesn't hold where our, our true um, emotions and our traumas and all the things that make up who we are as a complex, dynamic creature called human lives. But we try to operate out of this, this conscious mind because it's what we're told to do. Go to class for eight hours a day in regular high school or middle school and learn, 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 learn. Well, look, by the by second period, you've checked out. You're writing notes to your friends. You're checking on the internet. Back in our day, we were writing on the chalkboard because that's what we did. So when you look at that, the immersive engages the subconscious without filtering from the conscious experience. So you are fully present. When you're yeah. fully present, I'm not trying to sound woo-woo. I'm talking about you're actually yeah. there. Right. Your entire being then gets into the experience and you absorb. Instantly. And it's not threatening too, because if you go to a business coach and all of us do it is when we're getting advice. Um, it's like, well, that doesn't apply to me or you don't know the full story or and there's this or, 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 or you put it in a fun game, um, like a, a fun um, app where it is gamified. Yes, there are little mini games, but it is gamified and you are watching these training videos, but they're in a story form. So it's still in, it's still teaching you the business, but it is also um, allowing you to kind of step back and really look at it in a different point of view where it's not directed or attacked at you. Like a lot of coaches or trainers do where it's like, I feel like it's, oh my gosh, I'm being attacked. It's not in that way. It's like, okay, this is really fun. This is really cute. This is really exciting. And then you're able to pick up more because you don't have your guard up. No one's attacking you. And so that, that's another a part of it as well within. Mm -hmm. So are you, are you navigating, um, are you navigating this system on your own or are you playing this game with other people? How does it yes. work? Um, okay. Yes. So um, uh, for maps to come, we'll drop a little hint and seed. Um, you will be able to interact with the players um, that is in production Right now, you do on the leaderboard see who you're kind of competing against or with, um, but the, the um, path itself and the maps, you are doing solo um, until you get further down the road. Well, let's qualify solo. Correct. Solo means your entire company, your sales right. team, your HR. Doing family. it together. We have an E-rating for everybody, so everybody can go through this, your family included. It was designed that way with a specific intent so that all of you could do it together, but also, too, it's an escalation. So think of elementary, middle school, high school, and university. You're going through each map is escalating you to get to the big game. Because like any game, you got to know the rules. You got to play what character you're going to be. What are the other characters? How are you going to play the game? And how do I resource myself when I get stuck? Because when you get to map three, you're in a game. We're yeah, not, we're not teaching anything. You're doing it all yourself and moving exactly. like you do a business because they, they parallel each other. Yeah, it's like the um, building a business. So when you, you know, well, and we have, and many people have, it's that you just jump right into business. You know absolutely nothing. 
don't know what you're doing. So how we've set it up is like, okay, first you're going to actually claim your map. Um, what does that look like? Okay. First you're going to grab your map. Second, you're going to learn how to actually get the throne of your castle. Okay. That's the next step of business. Then it's, okay, what is the foundation of your, your actual business? What does that foundation look like? Then it's going to uh, build your castle. Then it's expanding your realm. And each one of those is the building blocks of a successful company. And um, that's how we've escalated. So that's why you first start out at, uh, start out just seeing yourself as a player on the, you know, on the actual path itself. It's okay. First, we're going to learn how to do this. Then we're going to actually apply it. And that's going to be more of the game game itself, uh, the game of business. Well, if you want to know it's simple, she's in wizard mode right now. You can tell. Yeah. So all of you listening, <laughs> she's going one, two, three, four, five, yes. six. I keep going, who cares? Here's the fun. So you're already seeing how personality parts can affect and be used cooperatively, or you can go and realize that you can use them in two different paths to create an objective goal using all aspects of your personality in every power part of your team. Because if you don't understand your team, how are you going to understand your customer? How are you going to know how to hire yes. the fire? How are you going to know what the sales and KPIs are? What are we actually avataring out into the world? What's our message? How do we send it? And we do it like she said so eloquently. We'll just start a business and go, you know what? You look like you're, you're, you're going to be the salesperson. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, because you can talk. That doesn't mean they're a salesperson or they know how to be message driven. They can be if they're using that part of their personality, which is the bard. Which that, we do intentionally, by the way. Yeah. We we go into situations and feel it out. And it's like, okay, I'm going to step into um, wizard. Right. He's going to step into bard or I'm like, okay, I'm going to step into warrior and he's going to step into, um, usually, you know, like stepping into jester, but, <laughs> no. but well, and let's, let's qualify that for the listeners. Cause I yeah. know there's someone out there having been in the space for three decades myself, someone's going, well, that's you're acting as if no, no. there's no acting here. Not at that's all. the key. The act as if model makes no sense. No. Yes. For all of you that preach it, I'm sorry to offend you. It doesn't work. Because then you're faking who yeah. you are, which means you're creating this other personality that has to figure out who you really are and project. That becomes that's laborious. It's heavy weighted. It's it's like living and carrying you know this humpback on your back, but don't see it. And we're so, gonna stop. You can't yes, fake it until you make it's it. It's actually perfect. So for a prime example is right now. Yes, I'm in wizard because I'm more in business mode. I want to actually explain the step by step, right? And yes, talking to a wizard. You're talking to another wizard. So she's talking but to a wizard. Wizard. When I drop down into my gesture mode, I'm going to take off my shoes and actually get like my backpack, and I'm going to go explore into the red rocks. And I'm just going to walk barefoot and I'm going to explore that. I am not in wizard mode when I'm in that state. That I'm fully connected. I'm feeling every part of my body. And now when I go into the gym, totally different experience. I turn into full-blown warrior gladiator where I'm like super focused on like my passion is burning inside. I'm like, now I hear him in the background, like more weight. You want to be on that stage? And so my warrior comes out and I grunt, I scream, I you know, make disgusting faces. And so that's the warrior that pops out of me. So that to dovetail off of that, giving an example of we're all of them. It just depends on what kind of scenario or where you're at currently in that day or life. So when she was talking about claiming your throne, because if you're listening from an entrepreneur's point of view, that's going to make no sense. (laughs) These guys are on crack. I'm like, I don't know, it's ayahuasca, but it's the same concept. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, my point being, claiming your throne is what she's talking about. So let's put this in the psychological and business perspective. Claiming your throne in map two is the gamification of your entrepreneurial journey and the, the gel transformation of you to an entrepreneur or leveling up your entrepreneurial level one, two, and three. You'll figure that out in map one. But claiming your throne is, I now as the king and queen of my life, moving into that next archetype is I understand I can pull my warrior out, I can pull my wizard out, I can pull my bard out, I can pull my jester out on command. Most of us are reactive. We pop into a situation, we do a thing called subconscious modeling. We'll model what we see in the room, but that doesn't necessarily who you are in the moment, which means we're acting to fit in. Sounds like middle school, right? Here's the problem. That's when we start suppressing our own personality parts and we forget who we are. And we get into this thing called self-hypnosis. Now, every one of you listening is going to go, I'm not hypnotized. I'm fully awake. You're hypnotized. You're the first person yeah. that needs to go to the app because the moment you think that you're not, <laughs> you are. And we're all masters at doing it. We were taught to do it, but it was called something else. It's called becoming an adult. And it was masked in this ideology. 
And our educational system is a master at doing that because it's a 200-year-old archaic system. Not the teachers, the system. The teachers are great intentions. And I love them. I really, it's a thankless job. And they're way underpaid for the service they provide. They should be paid the most, not CEOs and corporate executives. These are the ones that are our frontline executives that are being paid the least. It makes no sense to us. But they're so busy having to do test taking for tax dollars that it sucks the life out of them vampirically, which is another one of those fun archetypes we get into later. And so when you're claiming your throne, you're able like a king and queen can do, or any entrepreneur of a business, you can pull on your warrior wizard bar jester on command. Most of us don't. Then building your castle is helping your entire team do it, other kingdoms do it, and expanding yourself so that you can go, I can show up exactly as I choose to show up using my full potential, my full presence, and my full power on command, as opposed to I'm acting, it shows up and you have those really good days, and you have three days, you're like, this day sucks, where did it come from, what happened, I was on a roll, as opposed to being able to do on command. That's what yeah. the throne actually means psychologically and emotionally. But also, um, to be on a throne, you need to be the king and queen of your castle, which okay. means is that you're man- are you a manager, are you a C-suite executive, or are you an entrepreneur? Because if you're sitting on that throne, if we're talking about, you know, the metaphor of it, if you're sitting on that throne, if you talk to your subjects or employees, staff, customers, um, the exact same way, they're not going to respond well. Every single person has a different personality. So if you're not truly understanding every single personality type, how can you lead a team? You only will be able to lead the team that you speak to. So if it's all warriors, your company is completely out of balance. If you can speak to warriors and wizards, your company is still out of balance. Being able to speak to every single personality type because every single person needs that direction differently. A wizard is going to need a step-by-step blueprint for their task in your company. The warrior is going to need to feel it in their heart of, you know, how... What am I going to feel like? Um, what is my drive? What is my passion? What's my goal? Like I need the objective, you know, man, sir. And then you have the, your bard, your bard is going to need to hear that beautiful message, feel it from you. So then they can express it. And if you're in those other archetypes, you cannot speak to them. And then the gestures are just going to pop in and, and it's more of understanding that they're more relaxed when they talk, they're slower when they talk. So if you're definitely a wizard, you will literally bite. go crazy. Oh yeah. You will go <laughs> unless you understand that part of you. Of, okay. I know exactly what you're saying. You're, you're, you're telling me right now as a consultant or as a guide, Hey, slow down a minute. Yeah. Really take a breath, see what you've built, work on your business, not in your business. Mm-hmm. Do what they're saying. Slow mm-hmm. down. So to tie that in. So do you recommend that most people go through this with their, with their teammates, with their company? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Right. Well, it sounds like a great team building experience too. Right. So for those of us, especially in the last couple of years, right. So many companies have gone virtual. uh, This is a great way to create connection and really develop relationships among amongst peers. It sounds like. Oh yeah. So you, I just want to talk a little bit about the business and how you've grown it. So you launched in May, 2022. Yeah, we did officially. Yeah, officially. The beta version and development. We're all the way back in you know pre 2020. Okay, and so you guys come up with this amazing idea. It sounds like it's a, a first of its kind to some extent. What did you do next to actually, you know, build this business? Did you go out and seek funding? Did you self-fund it? How did you, you know, operationalize it? How did you create the beta? So if you can share some of the steps you took, I think it'd be really helpful for people to hear that are building businesses too. Follow the app. (laughs) (laughs) But actually we did, we took, we took the map that we created inside um, the, the app right now. And it was both maps. And we actually have a few other maps that we will release at some soon once everything's ready. However, we actually did um, go through it as a couple, as a relationship, um, because we wanted to see how that kind of merged in with it and also our business um, and our physical bodies. So we actually took the entire journey. And so how we did um, set it up first was, what is your foundation? What are your 
Um, what are your uh, values for your company? That is number one, because when you start hiring people or building a team or getting investors, if you don't have the same values, you will collide at one point. It doesn't matter where you are at um, in the in the journey, you will collide. And we are completely adamant about our values of our company. If if it are they're violated or if they do not mesh, we ask. That, hey, you know, let's just walk away as friends and, and not enter into any type of kind of agreement because we can see what where that's going to lead down the road. Um, that was the foundation that we set. And then it went into, okay, the, the correct team around us. We actually self-funded for quite some time before we even brought anybody in because we wanted that actual foundation really laid down. We did do the beta version, which was just your linear LMS system, which was just like the videos one, two, three, with no gamification. We started that and we did, um, we wanted the proof of concept because we, I mean, our idea we thought was really great, but if the world doesn't think it's great, it doesn't matter, right? So we um, we uh, really beta tested this and, and heard what everybody said, took everything into account and really got amazing feedback of um, it is, it's basically one of those big, um, big seminars that you get for business that you pay a twenty or thirty thousand dollar price point for nothing. That's really what it is. It's, it gives you that beautiful experience of every small little detail. And the feedback we got was, "Wow, like this actually gave more than those seminars that I paid money for." And we're like, "That's fantastic! Like that was that's the purpose of it." And um, and then we started going to the funding round, and then. We um, we had a completely a huge blueprint of okay what is the tsunami effect that we're going to create when it comes to marketing because many people just look at one one niche one place that they're going to do marketing and we sat down and we looked at okay what is every single angle possible we could think of to get this in the hands of everybody and that's. That was strange. You slipped it out a wizard. That was not a wizard answer. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> went into like our boat. And I did. So the answer ah. to the question is one, two, three. We self-funded, did a friends and family round, yeah. round and then went into the seed round. And that's okay. We okay. So, so thing, we, and we, we just switched. Yeah, I, I'm now in wizard mode. Wizard mode, yeah. I mean, the energy actually shifts in the person when they go into wizard mode. I, I, I can feel it in watching your body language actually too is... Is interesting. And that makes it fun. Go, oh, I'm talking to the wizard now. Got it. Great. Yeah. Easy. No? We didn't shift as people though. No, no. Right. So that's a really fun way because now we can see, now you know. Bar. Yeah. Still going. Still going. Still going. That's a bar. The bards don't shut up. Bards don't ever stop talking because they're passionate. <laughs> and that's the problem. Wizard goes, ah! just yeah, I got the data. I got the data. Just give me one, two, three. Stop talking. <laughs> so, and then in the relationship, you look and go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's now in bar mode. It's going to be about 30 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be a journey. We're going to hear a whole story. And then vice versa. When I'm in bar mode, you better hold on to the right. I just yeah. did him out. Yeah, she's yeah. in bar mode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So, so back to the, you know, you're in, in marketing mode, right? Like you're in expansion mode, trying to get this out to as many people as possible. What are some tactics that you all identify to, to really get this out there and, and grow fairly quickly? Our branding um, message, uh, the messaging was huge um, because it is, if it isn't consistent um, and we've, oh my gosh, we yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it was again. Um, if you do not have the message that's consistent throughout your entire company and that brand and that, that additional foundation, because that's the next foundation of your company, then the customer's confused. What do you actually offer? And it was really getting that done first before we went and did anything else. Um, so I'll put that at Wizard Mo because she's actually a bard again. She shifted. <laughs> so yeah. she shifted. So yeah. we went to brand core identity and brand architecture. Yeah. And we sat and it took six weeks to go, what is the real message of who we are on top after the values? Who are we? What are people going to experience? What's the pro benefit list for them? Is the, what's in it for them? And what are we going to carry that all the way through? So everything that we do is always on brand core identity and brand architecture. So that the, the customer, the user, the quester, as they're called in our mm -hmm. world, knows no matter what, where they are in the quest, their messaging is always going to be consistent and they're targeted to that target. And mm -hmm. now 
now they're on purpose and they're on passion. Right, right. So now that you've got the consistent, the branding, the messaging, et cetera, what are some actual tactics you're using to uh, to reach your ideal audience, which I'm assuming is, you know, CEOs of various sized companies, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurs, employees, yeah. um, and also C-suite executives. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the very first thing we did was we started the SEO. Uh, okay. The SEO was number one because we know that that's a long-term investment. Right. Uh, and then uh, consistent social media is also where we went. And we understand that businesses are very hard to build on social media. Mm-hmm. However, at least that gives you a presence for also SEO because it does tie into it and help. LinkedIn was another piece of that um, and really getting that business profile. The next piece of it um, was uh, all of our referrals, our own network pushing it out to our own network to get some of those downloads because obviously when people go to an app and they see, oh, well, there's not a lot of downloads and that can deter a lot of people. So we started to build up, hey, let's work on our own network first, the people that we can, uh, that we have in our influence circle. And then it went to, all right, let's work on a commercial and that's really on brand and on point and start doing a test campaign for um, all online marketing. And then um, uh, coupled with, you know, getting out on the PR circuit, um, being on stage, because Travis has been on stage um, 17,000 plus hours already in terms of his career. So this isn't anything new for him to get on stage and really um, speak to any and every audience. Um, so getting us back on the speaker circuit. And, and it was interesting because we were on the speaker circuit as individuals. But then when we created this company, we started to speak as a couple and all of a sudden it just, it literally took off where it now became um, more of the story of how we created the company as a couple and how we work together all the time. So that's been a very interesting new um, marketing approach that we really didn't even look because we were just being ourselves. We kind of being around each other. Um, well, if I can jump in. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no. Bard. Bard. Okay. Uh, one of the things we did in the commercial, having come from that space myself, was the theme. What was the theme of our commercials? Too many people, right. are, we feel, were just going straight for the product. Hey, here it is. The slices of dices and we'd be free shipping. We went the other way. Our commercials are fun. They actually are hilarious. We poke fun at ourselves. We poke fun at entrepreneurs. We poke fun at self-development. Not in a negative way, just to go, you know, guys, we've been kind of doing this thing a little bass backwards. What if we had a little bit of fun? So the, the, the commercials that we did were all comedically designed where we collided reality and the fantasy of the app, because you are going back from reality and fantasy and fantasy reality. We're the first ones to do that, that we're aware of uh, in that space. And so even our commercials, you're seeing a collision of a boardroom, but you have a warrior, wizard, bar, jester, and a CEO all in a costume in a modern day boardroom. So you see the two collide. And that was the design to go, hey, look, business can be fun because we are all about playing the serious game of business. And I mean that exactly as we say it. And that had to be conveyed. So that was the other thing. And then but to her point, she was right. When we got on stage, we've been doing all been doing it individually on our own. Not only did it become an ensemble between the two of us, but now it's an ensemble cast. So for the speakers and the, the corporate conventions now, instead of having to put eight, nine, 10 speakers together and hope they all got they work, you have eight speakers that are all professional speakers with minimum 10,000 hours on stage. And it's, a, it's a, literally a quest of the day. So each one of us ties into each other speaking individualistically, but to the collective adventure. So now when you're coming to that, you're learning eight different components of what you can do in the quest from eight different speakers, but all one same theme. So you're not, you're not getting popped by eight different completely different speakers, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's an in-person experience that Correct. you're offering. Oh, that's so neat. Uh-huh. So we do them obviously because of the way the world works. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. We'll offline. And yeah. then we, from there, we, we develop now the answer to the last part of that question. We develop a thing called the Quest Connect. Okay. We do it live in person, our individual as we talk about. Okay. That's great. So what are the results that you're seeing from, you know, folks already using using the 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 app? Where would you like to start? <laughs> uh, I mean, we get testimonies every day yeah. from people that, you know, pool businesses who are oh, financial yeah. consultants who are MLMers, who are solopreneurs, who are corporate executives going, we need this as a company culture. But the one thing I think I've discovered most speaking from my point is people go, wait a minute, I didn't know it could be this easy to apply these very complex things, human development, business development, you know, expansion of a realm. How do I actually take us to exit? 
and it can be fun. They yeah. Did. And it's a real, to us, because we're in it every day. So sometimes it's a real kind of a slap in the face to remind us of, well, we're in it. We have fun every yeah. day. Or is it yeah, just always, people are having fun again. Yeah, and that's the biggest one I see is they're going, let's have fun. Like, right. Well, and personal development, there, there was uh, the, um, there were two extremely long reviews that we got and I was really shocked about um, what, uh, what they said was it wasn't just about their business. They were like, hey, my relationship is healthier and we don't even really talk about relationship other than the archetypes and building the relationships around you when it comes to business and who you're bringing into your space. But they said, my relationships have um, significantly improved um, my, the health of my body, which we barely talk about that, but it's how we move through the journey. Of like, Hey, your body's important. If your body fails, your business will fail. End of story. It doesn't matter. Steve Jobs. And yeah. End of discussion. And I went through that exact same thing where it was um, when I was building my businesses and in corporate America, my, my, my body failed. And so I talk about that experience and how I've navigated through it inside the app. And, and that was a really interesting review for, for me to see of like, wow, it wasn't only business that they talked about. They said their whole world around them shifted in mm-hmm. a positive way. And now they see more money, um, uh, better relationships, deeper relationships, and a lot of their fears are gone. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's really cool. And again, I think the thing is interesting is when people come to us and say, we want to be a part of it. We want to, we want to have, yeah. we want to have right. Mastership to the realm. We're like, great. We're clear we don't know everything. Right, right. And so that really makes it fun. And that's the cooperative model. So, in that cooperative model, um, are people able to lend their expertise and and then teach around that? So, how does that work? We actually have a certification island. um, Okay. In other masters, depending on you know what niche it is, we are actually um, heading tonight to go to the Martial Arts Hall of Fame, um, where we created with our other two partners in that particular project was called Safe Dojo, and that is the certification course for dojos um, uh, for uh, trauma. So it certifies you to work with um, individuals that have been through trauma, so you're trauma certified inside your dojo. So those are uh, those are some ways that other masters can work with us, and many have jumped on board and was like, "Hey, no, I'll have carry coffee." <laughs> no, well, yeah, and it depends on the route. So yeah, example, yeah, yeah. For example, the Quest Connect. Yeah. The networking has become a very challenging thing in the world, not just because yes. of COVID. Even COVID, they're pretty boring. By the third person, like I don't care where you live and who many kids you have. Right. Yeah. So the networking doesn't have its power and effect anymore. So the Quest Connect now allows people to have their own business model through the licensing and training and have an own group, but we actually walk them through the app. So everybody's on the adventure. You're all questing together now. So that's a biz opt that they have as well. But you can get any kind of other certifications after the Quest. Because again, if you, the Quest is about build your business first and then right. you want to do it with your business. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And our supplement, our supplement uh, company is that we had um, uh, another company that was like, hey, I want to really, I, I want to be on board with this. Can I move this into this space and can we rebrand and do the archetypes? And so that's how there's a lot of joint ventures that have been. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we have supplements for warriors, wizards, bards, and jesters. Shamans (laughs) Shamans is what we call it instead of the jester because that is. Okay. And that's one company that supplies all those. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, one of our our company. Yeah, that's in Body Quest. It almost sounds like an alternate world. Yeah, <laughs> you've created right like a parallel. It's like a parallel economy to some yeah. extent for your it's not ecosystem. But that ecosystem, like I said, it bridges reality fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes, we all play together. But yeah. again, we're about playing the serious game of business. And what we really say, the simplest way to put this is, it's building your businesses together. Yeah, and it yeah. fits. Everybody understands the values and fun. And yes, it's not just hey. We'll sit back here and, you know, as King Bubas, we'll license our stuff to you. You better get your KPIs. We're going to yank your license. Right, right. That's a dictator and it doesn't work. And it's not inspiring. It doesn't leave a legacy. Nobody cares. Nobody's interested. But something that everybody feels a piece of, and they're developing their kingdom as as well as developing the the actual quest kingdom simultaneously, it's a great cooperative model. Because that's the only way. No one's self-made. Anyone who says they're self-made is lying. They're lying. 
why not have, and I'll quote the famous uh, the line, why have enemies when you can have friends? Let's yeah. And then getting to the top, a, a beautiful story that um, Travis on another podcast can talk about is that his journey to, um, through, uh, to the top of Kilimanjaro, where going to the top alone is lonely. Sucks. It sucks. So even if it's just us two getting to the top, that's still not as fun, even though I absolutely love being around him in every state, every way, shape, or form. But the, the party at the top is like, yay, all right, so who else is going to join the party? Or worse, when you come down, when you come down and realize that getting to the top yeah. is only halfway, because you still got to get down. Yes. Summit. And then when you get down, if you haven't brought people with you yeah. and they all journey together, then how do you share the experience? Yes. It's, mm. it's, it's like women trying to explain childbirth to men. We think we understand it. We don't have a freaking clue. But we're going to go, man, we were great in the delivery room. What is this we crap, chemostabi? You weren't doing anything. You were holding your hand and acting like you were doing something cool. Like, Guys, it's the same thing. We sit there and we associate to the experience, but we really don't have a frame of reference for it. The same thing with business. You can fantasize and put it on your wall and I'll have a purple Lamborghini, but if you've never experienced yes. It makes no sense to your brain. You can fantasize yeah. what you want. You're just mentally masturbating. No, and I don't mean that yeah. yeah. with your own head. Right. That's, yeah. So you, have, uh, uh, you know, kings and queens, as we like to put it in the metaphor, who are really working together, who have mastered their craft, that particular craft, then you start to understand that mastership is about service and all of you serving together makes the yeah. deal. Right. Something that can be a legacy that everybody's a part of. We all are a part of it. And that's how we do it. Yeah. What are you, are you finding that people are visiting the app daily once they're engaged in it or, and what's the, do you have enough data yet to show like average time per day per user? Um, it is, I want to say um, about eight to 10 minutes a day, which okay. is on point because that's one video or one audio per day is kind of the consistency. Yeah. Just- Okay, great. Um, and that- we expect to answer your question on the next map, which is due out later this year, which is map three. Based on initial data, you're up, you're talking four or five months to beat and win the business quest. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be over 700 entrepreneurial challenges that you go through as the king and queen of your castle to manage, which ironically parallel your business journey. And for those of you who are wondering, well, it's just a game. How do I apply it to my oh. real life? Welcome to the wizard's room. After each adventure that you go through in Maps 1 and 2, you are going to go to the wizard's room, which is a boardroom of, you just went through this, here's how you can apply it, here's the checklist to monitor your own KPIs within your industry, whatever it is. So now you know how to apply it, as opposed to, here's what you need to do, entrepreneur, you need to go be successful and do your vision board, write your gratitude journal, all these things that are great, but really don't have an application in the business world and like... I can see a tangible KPI of what my team's doing. That's what the wizard room actually does. So again, you always have these bridges where you're going, learning, transforming, and applying. Mm-hmm. And also, with, like winning the ultimate business quest, um, it's not only in the app. That's all we're going to say. There is, we're going to totally keep that a cliffhanger. Okay. We, um, Just until we, bit. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no matter where you are, you're in the right place to win the ultimate business quest. Just leave no stone unturned. For those of you questing, everything in the game matters. Remember that. Very Don't cool. <laughs> That's a good cliffhanger. So <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is the cost of the app? Is it a subscription model? No, it's a freemium model. Oh, okay. So download the app for yeah, free. Right. It moved to the subscription because it's gamified in the story. Right, line. right, so right. allow you to move through the game at okay. your because that's real life. Some people yeah. want to get to the top and go to business. Some people need to actually play their way to the top. Yes. Yeah. You get to do both if you want to. You can go to a monthly subscription. It's a whopping $2.99 a month. Okay. Awesome. $2. Very $2. affordable. <laughs> Everybody gets to quest. That's our big push. It isn't just for the elite who can yes. afford It's everybody. And if you don't have the $2.99, and those of you listening, Think bigger than the United States, man. This yeah. is people India who need this education, who can't afford it. It was designed that you can play games inside to earn more tokens and learn faster and then apply to come to live events, to get some swag, to go to the free trainings that we offer as adjuncts inside the app and to tokenize it. And mm-hmm. so we made it so everybody can play. You can download mm-hmm. the app for free right now, Apple and Android today. Awesome. We'll definitely put that link in the show notes. 
Um, and would love to link to some of your ads too, because I'm sure people are also now curious about those, those sure. videos. So last question, you two. If, if we fast forward five years from now, what what does what does this world look like for you? What does this business look like for you? Uh, hair transplants, dental implants. Uh, probably we don't face- need any of that. This is about being authentic, right? Uh, that was my inner bard coming out going, you know. My bard had to show up. I didn't, I didn't believe it. Most. Says a childhood model, by the way, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> okay. Thank you. A uh, hundred million downloads. Yeah. Uh, that's, okay. that's what what uh, uh, both of our visions have been of being able to truly help that many businesses without this nickel and diming and and high price points and high ticket items. That's just really breaking the bank for some of these entrepreneurs. Um, But when I was in consulting, that was the one number one thing that I cleaned up is that they went to, you know, these bigger consultants or these bigger seminars paid 30 grand. We're still paying it off for their business their business was struggling and they did not get the help or the, the time that they really needed in order to solve some of the problems that they went into hoping that they would get that, that um, support and didn't. And, and that's where the, the shift really happened to me of, of okay, we both wanted, um, you know, 1 million, 10 million, a hundred million that we, you know, that we affect their lives in a positive manner regardless of this one piece of information that they pull out of that app, that one piece only costs you time. And the second adjunct to that is my, and this is my person. We talked about this offline is yes, we want hundred million businesses. And we also want to, for us, we want to win a Nobel peace prize for changing our education system into a learning system. Again, from elementary to middle school, to high school to D1, D2 universities, we're already in that process, but it'll take hundred million businesses yeah. to move the educational system to going, look, this has to change. We can't keep doing test taking for tax dollars and throwing all of our, our next generations under the bus and become an adult and they have no idea how to do it. It doesn't work. We have too much data to experience it. So those are the two things that we're going after. And that'll be the legacy of the quest. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I wish you much luck and no doubt with the, the amazing energy you're putting out there and the, the changes you've already making in people's lives that will, this is easily attainable, I think, for you too. Uh, where's the best place for people to learn more about you if they want to bring you on as speakers? And also if you could share uh, details on the app and where people can learn more too, that would be great. Uh, the easiest is to go to, if you want to start, go to ultimatebusinessquest.com right there. You can immediately download the app on Apple and Android. And we have an e-rating for everybody, like we said. You can follow us on social media, same again, at uh, My Business Quest on across all platforms. And if you want to find us individually, of course, yes. And we actually do answer our own DMs, by the we way. Do. We do. We don't have, we don't sub it out. And that'll be the best way to do that is find us the, through the app as well. Okay. So DM you through the app, you're yeah. saying? Okay, we're, perfect. We're on website. We're pretty much available 24 hours a day for anybody who's out there requesting. Okay. And what's your favorite social media tool that you each use? Instagram. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's the easiest one to message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Travis? Uh, I bounce back and forth through Instagram and LinkedIn. And, okay. Uh, the all right, great. So all that info will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business of You. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two. Interested in building your brand and business? Tune in next time to the Business of You podcast. And remember, there's only one you. You're the biggest differentiator your business has. Until next time, friends.